Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. One day trades. That's three dollars. You cheap. And one plays scratch-offs. When we go to gamble, we go to lose. If they still work here, you can bet they're in the bend. Vinny and Haney on 105.7 The Fan. Cranberries, I know who this is. It's Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fan. Woman Crush Wednesday. You pick the song. Favorite female artist or band will play it for you. Nolan McGraw is waiting for you. Plaza. Ford Tax Line. World Series. Game 5 tonight in Arizona. Diamondbacks trying to stay alive. They get clobbered. To their credit, they came back, made the score somewhat respectable. 11-7 was the final, but Texas was up 10-zip through three innings. And the Rangers on the verge of the first World Series championship in the history of that franchise that dates back to the uh, expansion senators of the early 60s. Bob Haiti, Vinny Serrato, Nolan McGraw, here to talk about the fall classic. Our colleague on Baltimore baseball tonight, he's on the WGK Law guest hotline long time. Baseball broadcaster. He is Jim Hunter. Jim, good morning. What is up? Good morning, gentlemen. How are you? Doing all right. And for Arizona, I mean, they were in a tough spot yesterday. You had to go with the opener, uh, Manafry, or Ply, excuse me, to start things off. Didn't go well. Then Miguel Castro, former Oriole, came in and he got lit up a little bit. So has the. Are they running out of gas, I guess, uh, Tori Lovello, in regards to his starters? Now, you do get your ace gallon going tonight, and we get that. But is the lack of a solid four going to prove to be the detriment of a team that with 84 wins, a lot of people felt shouldn't be here in the first place? Well, you know, the the curious thing to me, Bob, and I apologize for my voice. I got a bit of a sinus infection going on here. So we'll try to get through this. Uh, But – during the regular season, every team has a five-man rotation. And last night was game four. 
So why did they have to go with a bullpen game instead of going to another starter? Now, I don't know the breakdown of their roster. I haven't looked at it that closely. Uh, But, you know, you look at what Texas did last night. They had Haney, who was in the rotation all year. He's been working out of the bullpen in the postseason, and he gave them five innings, allowed one run and four hits. I mean, he he was great. And then Dunning, who also has been a starter most of the year, and many say was probably their most consistent pitcher, uh, he pitches a scoreless inning, and then the lefty Bradford comes in and pitches a scoreless inning. So here you go into the bottom of the eighth, and it's 11-1 Texas. And, you know, I'm just wondering – why the Arizona roster makeup didn't provide with the possibility that you were going to need another starter. And, you know, the, the thing, and I heard you guys talking earlier, uh, the big play was uh, the error at first base because, you know, that, that's a game, an inning-ending double play, and it allowed the inning to continue, and they scored five more runs. And it's amazing, ten runs over two innings, all with two men out. So, you know, you can't give good hot teams uh, that are eager and anxious extra outs, and unfortunately that's what happened last night. But uh, I'm, I'm very surprised at the lack of foresight into the roster makeup. And, again, I, I haven't looked at the roster inside and out, but there's got to be another starter going around there somewhere. Now, Jim, you mentioned the error, and we'll talk about Christian Walker here uh, booting it. And, and, you know, you never know. This guy's gold glove. He was a platinum glove winner. He was fielding Bible guy. It just happens over the course of seven games, over the course of 16 games in a postseason series. How fine is that line from perfection to the one mistake can cost you dearly in a short series? Well, it's huge because, you know, when he fielded the ball, it looked like to me – it popped out and went straight down, and then it took a bad bounce away from his throwing hand, so he wasn't able to grab it to at least get one out at second base. Uh, but, you know, you, you just you can't give these teams extra outs, especially as you get deeper in a series. And, you know, you, you mentioned earlier, obviously the pressure is mounting on them because if they don't win tonight, it's over. Uh, but you, you just you just can't do that. You, you have to make the plays you're supposed to make. And if you do that, better things will happen. Jim Hunter joining us, Vinny at Haney, 105.7 The Fan, talking about the World Series. The Texas Rangers, a win away from the first ever World Championship in franchise history. Arizona trying to stay alive. You can hear Game 5 here on 105.7 The Fan. Corey Seager, if he wins MVP... And that's a big if, but he would join Reggie Jackson, Sandy Koufax, and Bob Gibson as the only players to ever win two World Series Most Valuable Players. We were talking yesterday with Ryan Ripken, Jim, about Gunnar Henderson, maybe Corey Seager, kind of that benchmark guy to be. But how fabulous is he and has he been? And I know Atani is going to win the MVP because he's Kelly Leak for a team that loses more than it wins by a lot. But how good is Corey Seager? Well, he, he's as good as there is in baseball right now. And, you know, when when Texas signed him and they signed Marcus Simeon in the same offseason, you know, the, the first thought was, well, you're a bad team. Why are you spending all that money on two players and their middle infielders on top of it? But now you see why a couple of years later, because they are the stalwarts of this team and they are the leaders of this team. And one question I have, and all of the commentators on the postgame shows I was watching last night uh, said the same thing, why is Arizona still pitching to this guy? You know, if, if, if you pitch around him, as long as you, you know, he, he's very good with the bat. I mean, how, how many of these home runs has he hit off change-ups where he's looking for a pitch in his zone and then the change-up just speeds up the bat and he hits it out? Uh, the home run the other night was like that. So, 
Seeger is as good as there is right now. He's clutch. They're counting on him, especially with Garcia out. And, you know, he had two more hits last night, uh, two RBIs, and the combination of Semien and Seeger, seven RBIs out of the first two spots on that lineup. So uh, this is a team that back then when John Daniels was still running it, uh, they had the vision that they needed to bring in players that they knew were star players and build around them, and they certainly have done that. Assuming, Jim, that Texas finishes Arizona off maybe tonight, certainly over the weekend, and unless Arizona makes a dramatic comeback and uh, steals this thing at seven, how would you rate the playoffs based on what we've seen second year in a row, two wildcard teams getting to the World Series? You know, I I think uh, the playoffs has been very exciting. I mean, you know, I I wish the Orioles would have fared a little better against Texas. But, uh, you know, this is the system that is in place and it gives teams a chance. And, you know, and I've heard a lot of the uh, criticisms about, well, Arizona shouldn't even be there. They won 84 games. Well, they won enough to get that final wild card spot. Who thought they were going to Milwaukee in the wild card round and win two in a row? Whoever thought the Dodgers, who have owned them uh, over the past few years, whoever thought Arizona would sweep a 100 win team in the Dodgers and, and move on? And then being down three games to two and going to Philadelphia. Whoever thought they were going to win back-to-back games to get to the World Series, so you you can't count them out. But uh, I think it's been uh, really exciting for baseball because it shows you that uh, just getting to the playoffs, if you can get there, you could turn another corner and you could turn it into another gear, and maybe good things will happen. And except for the last two nights, I mean, they, they have certainly been uh, one of the stalwarts of the postseason. And you know, Bob, but let's keep in mind Texas and Houston have the same record. They both won 90 games as Texas had to go to the wild card because of the tiebreaker. So I don't really consider them as big of a wild card as I do Arizona. But again, if you're given an opportunity and you take advantage of it and, you know, they beat the NL central champ, they beat the NL West champ, and then they beat the uh, wild card team in Philadelphia that was the hottest team in baseball at the time. So I, I really have enjoyed what they're doing, and, and I've really enjoyed the overall postseason. Jim Hunter, appreciate the time as always. Jim Hunter, a colleague, Baltimore Baseball tonight here on 105.7 The Fan, longtime voice of the Orioles. Jim, enjoy the rest of your Woman Crush Wednesday and feel better with that sinus infection. Uh, I hope so. I got the, the meds going, and uh, I look forward to catching up with you, what, next March, I guess. You got it, buddy. Here's Jim Hunter, everybody. <laughs> right. It's video at 8105.7. The fan will come back. It's the whip around. Jerry Palm's going to be joining us, CBSSports.com, college football. Playoff rankings came out last night. Ohio State's number one is that. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. 
Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Appropriate. Vinny and Hades with Brought to you by Box Hill Pizzeria and Crab Cakes. The best crab cakes in Harford County. 1057 The Fan. Vinny and Hades, 1057 The Fan. Missed it last night. Josh McDaniels out head coach of the Las Vegas Raiders. So is the GM, Dave Ziegler. And the OC, yep. Vinny, he got the jettisoned as well. I think anybody with those kind of – I mean, because the OC, I think it's Mick Lombardi, was worked for McDaniels as like the assistant quarterback coach in New England. So, yeah, all those type guys are adios. Raiders are 3-5 and five on the year. It's been a disaster for them losing on Monday night. To the Lions is the last draw, so we'll see what Mark Davis choose to do. We'll talk to Ryan Wilson about this very subject later in the show. Subject we'll be talking about in about, uh, I don't know, 10 minutes here. With Jerry Palm, college football playoff rankings came out. Top five, Ohio State, Georgia, Michigan, under a cloud of suspicion. Florida State, and then the Washington Huskies. That's your top five. Georgia, number one in the polls. Right. But the playoff rankings, which is kind of the thing, Ohio State's. So if the playoffs started today, as we like to say, at all sports, Ohio State, Georgia, Michigan, Florida State would be in. Washington would be on the outside. So Georgia would be playing Michigan, and Ohio State would be playing Florida State. Florida State. And, Bob, it's pretty easy to um, figure this one out because if you just look at it, Ohio State's beaten two legit teams, yep. Notre Dame and Penn State. Michigan's played nobody, you know, and, and Georgia, I don't know. I mean, they beat teams that have had good records in the past, but not now. So, I mean, Georgia really hadn't played anybody either. Yeah, they just spanked uh, Florida last yeah. week. So, you know, the team that's going to be interesting, Bob, I think, what, Alabama's seven or eight, and they got LSU this week? That's going to be a big one for the, because either if Alabama loses that one, they're out. By the way, Georgia, they got Missouri coming up this oh, week. It's, but it's at home, right? Yeah, it is home. Yeah, the Tigers seven and one, right? Number twelve yeah. in these playoff rankings. But I don't know who's the. I don't even know who the coach is. He's done a hell of a job. Whoever it is, I know Norm Stewart was the basketball <laughs> coach for a bazillion years. <laughs> but Missouri, could they make Georgia sweat a little bit? We'll talk about that in a couple of days when we do our picks. NBA last night on TNT. It was the Knicks at Cleveland taking on the Cavs. And in the end, it was all about New York kind of doing what they did to Cleveland in the playoffs last year. Trying to get it inside. DiVincenzo took it away. Cleveland looks gassed. It's a three from Quickly. Got it. Big hit. Manuel Quickly, Baltimore zone, 18 points, three boards, two assists. And as usual, in crunch time, he makes some big hoops for them. Kind of dagger stuff, yeah. as you heard Kevin Harlan on TNT. Yeah, he had 11 time. points in the fourth quarter. And they play him again tonight. Donovan Mitchell 
one man ganging it right now for the banged up Cavaliers. He had 26. Also last night of local interest in the NBA, and it was only three games, but San Antonio down 20. They come from behind and beat Phoenix at Phoenix. Suns without Booker. Suns without Beal. I get it. Damian Lee without him. He's got a knee. Calvert Hall zone. But how about Victor Webanyana? 18 points, 8 boards, 5 blocks. The Kelton uh, guy from Kentucky whose name escapes me right now. Kelton Johnson. One off for uh, San Antonio with 27 points. Guy that Maryland recruited pretty pretty heavily during the uh, Turgeon era. But Phoenix blowing a 20-point lead at home to the Spurs. Wizards back on the hardwood tonight trying to keep anyone from shooting 50% from the field. I think me, you, Nolan, and two other people could probably shoot at least 45% from the field against the Wizards. They'll try to prove us wrong tonight. This day in sports history, it's the whip around. Video at 81057 The Fan, November 1st. There you go. It, it, it's here. All Saints Day. Yeah, I'm not joking, Nolan. Uh, put my Christmas tree up in a month. The week I'm on vacation, which is the week after Thanksgiving, and the Ravens have a bye that week. Hope nobody, hope nobody rags on me because they take off that week, as the people's won't around here. But anyway, I digress. 1938. How about we go to Pimlico Racetrack and see Biscuit beat War Admiral, uh, War Admiral, the uh, Triple Crown winner of 37 by four length at the Pimlico Special. It was such a significant win they made a movie about it. Sea mm-hmm. Biscuit. Seabiscuit, by the way, is the grand foal, grandson, I guess, if you're a human, of Manowar. So Seabiscuit, good for you. 1970, Memorial Stadium, Colts, Super Bowl champions to be, taking on Don Shula, their former coach, and the Dolphins, who would make the playoffs that year. Shula had them from also ranch the playoffs, like right out of the gate. But on this day, Ron Gardine, 80-yard punt return, touchdown. Jim Duncan, 99-yard kickoff return for a touchdown. Norm Bulash, big boo. He scored a rushing TD. Eddie Hinton caught a TD from Johnny U. Uh, Tom Mitchell caught one from Earl Marl as the Colts blow out Miami, 35-zip. Improved to 6-1 on the year. 1976 Memorial Stadium, Monday Night Football. Colts taking on the Oilers. Don McCauley, two touchdowns. Same with Rosie Leakes. Ron Lee, West Virginia. 69-yard TD run. Sack pack. Got the damn pass to reading and John Hadle <laughs> six times. Hey, 11-year-old Bob Haney was at this game. That's right, Memorial Stadium. If you know, you know. If you don't, you don't is the way it is. 38-14, Colts 7-1 on the year. Monday Night Football with Danny. No, not Danny Dunn. It was uh, Alex Karras, Frank Gifford, and Ira Cosell. Danny Dunn was at NBC this year. But I was at the game with Al Coates and his wife, uh, wife Reba. The late, great Al Coates, by the way. And then finally on this day, 2009, M&T Bank. Ravens blow out Denver, 30-7. to Stephen Hauska kicked three field goals. We'll wind up getting cut this year. The same season, missed field goals at Minnesota. Remember, Nolan? Got whacked. Wound up going to Seattle, won a Super Bowl. What was the year again? 2009. So that was uh, Favre, right? In Minnesota. Yeah. Yep, yep. Remember that well. And he missed the game winning field. He missed, I think he missed like two or three that day, but he kicked three this day. Lardarius Webb, 95 yard kickoff return for a touchdown. Derek Mason, 20 yard TD reception from Joe Flacco. Ray Rice scored a TD, too. Ravens 30-7, to improved to 4-3 on the year. The Ravens would make the playoffs that year. Lost to who? In the divisional round. 
2010, the Steelers. 2009. Oh, the nine. Jesus, the, anybody uh, listening the around here? The Colts. Uh, thank you very much. Video at 81057, the fan. We'll come back. We're going to talk about the college football playoff rankings with Jerry Palm from CBSSports.com. Funhouse trip, Nolan McGraw. And then Bo Smoka from Pressbox. Good to join us. News from the Nest. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Your sports information station, 105.7 The Fan. Good evening, 105.7 The Fan. Woman Crush Wednesday. You pick the songs, favorite female artist or band. Play them for you. Get your request into the Plaza for text line. Bob Eddie Vincerato, Nolan McGraw, the side of the glass. College football rankings came out last night. The playoff formula anyway and here to talk about that maryland struggles as of late and everything else going on who's this stallions guy apparently he's an assistant for every uh, team yeah. in college football he's from cbssports.com he's on the wgk law guest hotline let's welcome in jerry palm jerry good morning what's happening hey how's it going it's going all right jerry and the playoff rankings came out last night we'll go through the top four since those are the teams that would be in or schools excuse me ohio state georgia michigan under a cloud of suspicion i guess and florida state quietly back to where they've used to be way back when washington on the outside looking in jerry palm any issues with the initial playoff ranking not really i mean i think you could i think ohio state had to be number one based on the strength of their schedule and the the difference in quality wins between them and the other teams uh, after that you know you're you're splitting hairs on strength of schedule uh the quality wins are harder to come by but florida state and washington have them georgia and michigan do not um but georgia uh, and michigan in michigan in particular has been just ridiculously dominant against its schedule um, just running roughshod over everyone. They're they're winning by an average, I think, of thirty-two and a half points a game, uh, and the second closest team uh, is eleven points behind that. <laughs> and that's Oregon. So that's uh, that's some serious dominance. And Georgia has um, uh, looks good against the better teams they play, Kentucky and Florida. They they destroyed those two teams. They had some pedestrian performances otherwise. Um, but the committee likes their schedule better. So I guess that's why those two are there. But I think you can justify really pretty much any order for the four teams behind Ohio State. Uh, so I can't really say I have too many problems with it. Now, Jerry, as we bring it close to home real quick, you got Maryland, who, you know, just a few weeks ago was actually leading in Columbus, Ohio in the second half against the Buckeyes. They have since they've lost that game and then two inexplicable losses, Illinois homecoming. And then last week as 14 point favorites at Northwestern, they've got Penn State 11 coming in Saturday. What has happened to Maryland here the last three weeks? And just oh, getting, to, yeah, just getting to bowl games is no longer acceptable. And Mike Loxley and David Evans will tell you that they've told us I mean, that. I mean, you're gonna have to tell me what happened. <laughs> I, uh, I mean, they've gone in the tank. It's uh, it's it's baffling. I, I should say it's baffling, but it's in the, in some ways it's not because it's the kind of this inconsistency that they've had 
at Maryland in recent years. And they, you know, the, they, they've got some talented guys, especially on offense. But, you know, the defense has got some talent as well, and yet sometimes they just don't play to the level of their talent. And um, you get more of those games. Now, you don't get a ton of them. Uh, or, or, you know, Lockley would already be, would be gone. But, um, you know, you get more of those the games where Maryland doesn't play to the level of their talent than the other way around. You know, rarely do you see Maryland step up and play above their level and, and you know, go after, you know, go after one of those top three teams and take them down. You know, it's just, you know, they're, they're much more likely to get upset than the other way around. And, you know, now you get Penn State in there this week uh, who's coming off, uh, you know, a game where they get beat by Ohio State on the road and then they, they sleepwalk through a game against Indiana. You know, I don't know if Penn State can afford to sleepwalk at Maryland, but Maryland needs to show up. You know, that, that, that's it. I mean, they need to show up and play because that has not happened the last two weeks. There's really no reason for Maryland to lose to any of the teams in the West. Hey, Jer, what right now, I guess, Heisman Trophy, who do you like uh, for that? Gosh. <clears throat> um, I guess Marvin Harrison. Marvin Harrison Jr. Um, he's, uh, boy, what a tremendous talent. Uh, but there's so many quarterbacks out there. You know, Bo Nix probably at the top of that list uh, right now. But Michael Penix, um, you know, Caleb Williams, the reigning Heisman Trophy winner. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, a lot of it is going to depend on um, how good the teams are because that's usually, you know, you've got to be on a good team to win the Heisman Trophy. Um, I know Caleb Williams' team last year was probably not as good as most. Heisman Trophy winners, um, but uh, yeah, just, there's there's some really good quarterbacks out there. I, there's probably seven or eight that are still in play um, for that for that award among quarterbacks. But if you're going to go away from quarterbacks, it's Marvin Harrison Jr. Hey Jerry, can you believe all the stuff that's happening at Michigan? I mean, to me, it's, <laughs> it's like a movie almost. You know, this guy he want, 15 years from now he's going to be the head coach at Michigan I mean the stories are crazy that you read about this guy yeah well you know Harbaugh got in trouble for something stupid uh, a couple of years ago that you know resulted in a three-game suspension this year and this is just another stupid thing to get in trouble for and why what's the what's the point i mean is there some huge competitive advantage to this that this guy's out there i mean it's what an operation and 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 like the worst job of covering it up (laughs) you might as well have just brought the ncaa people with you because that's how i mean it's it's just one head scratch and now he's uh, supposedly on a the central Michigan sideline yeah. for the Michigan state game. And I, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm half not buying that. I, I, Cause it's so easy to fake pictures anymore. So, you know, I, I, I want to see, you know, I want to hear some confirmation on that one in particular, but uh, gosh, what a stupid way to get in trouble, a stupid reason to get in trouble with the NCAA. And for Harbaugh, I mean, he can say he didn't know. It doesn't matter. You're, you're, you know, the NCAA rules specifically say, it doesn't matter. Coaches are responsible for whatever happens in their program. Uh, you can no longer claim that you didn't know what's going on. It's your job to know. And that's that's true. It's just a job to know. And this would just be a stupid reason for him to get suspended again. 
And uh, maybe he now thinks, you know what, maybe I should just go to the NFL where all this stuff's okay. Hey, Jer, if you look at the playoff rankings, who from, say, 5 to 12 has the best chance to jump up in there when you look at their schedules and things? Well, I mean, Washington and Oregon lead the Pac-12 and could meet again uh, in a conference championship game. And the the winner of that, I mean, obviously undefeated Washington, the playoff team, but uh, Oregon, if they win the rematch at 12-1, and one, would have a strong case. And I think, the, you know, Alabama, if Alabama can finish 12-1, and one, that means, you know, beating LSU at home this week. They've already beaten Mississippi at home. Um, it would mean beating Georgia in a conference championship game. Obviously, that's a very strong case, um, but a very difficult path. Uh, and then Texas, you know, if Texas runs through and they uh, are able to win the Big 12 with one loss, and especially if they're able to avenge the loss to Oklahoma and they also enter that game with one loss, uh, then Texas would have a pretty good case as well because of the win at Alabama. So uh, whereas it doesn't work as well for Oklahoma because they don't have that big non-conference win. Um, but so those three teams, I would say, have, have the best resumes if they can get to uh, a 12 and one record. Jerry Palm, CBSSports.com, joining us, Vinny and Haiti, 1057 The Fed. Jerry, quickly, if you don't mind, shift to men's college basketball. Kevin Willard, year two, a lot of incoming freshman talent, holdovers with some uh, reputations to uphold. How do you feel about Willard's Turtles, who start next week against Mount St. Mary's? I think they're, that's a good team. And I think they're kind of flying under the radar a little bit. Um, they're pretty athletic, uh, they're, they're a good defensive team. Um, and obviously they could score. I mean, I think that I don't know if they're going to compete at the top of the Big Ten because Purdue and Michigan State are really good, but I would put them right there below. Jerry Palm, appreciate the time as always. Enjoy the rest of your Woman Crush Wednesday. And by the way, that uh, the Stallions guy looks like Bobby uh, Valentine did in the dugout. <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> game, <laughs> Jerry, appreciate the time. And, uh, we'll talk to you soon. It's College Hoops right around sure. the corner here. All right, thanks. You got it. Jerry Palm, everybody. It's Vinny at Haiti, 1057 The Fan. The sound, I was staring at the pictures you were talking to. It is like he's got the fake mustache yeah. going on and whatever and got the visitor's badge. But Jerry's not buying it. No. Not yet. I mean, oh, it's, no. it's like so crazy. <laughs> I mean, how do you think of that? Well, it's like, he's something, an in, it's like something out of a Three Stooges movie. It's Vinny at 8105.7 The Fan Fun House, Nolan McGraw. Bo Smolka is joining us. News from the Nets. Talks of Ravens as they're a couple of days away from taking on the first place Seahawks. We'll count some money at uh, 1215. Buy or sell their Vinny's film study. Ravens offense. They put up 31, but it still wasn't perfect. Why? We'll find out then. As Hyder would say, the Bobster and the Vin Man. I like our guys. Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fan. Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fan. Woman Crush Wednesday. Pick the songs. Favorite female artist of band. You know the drill by now. If not, it's what we do every Wednesday. Call or text. 410-583-1057. Plaza for text line. Want to hear a song from your favorite female artist or band? We will play it. First come, first serve. Bo Smolka is going to be joining us. Talk some Ravens with him. Ravens back in practice today. Preparing for the Seattle Seahawks, who are 5-2, first place in their division. Ravens are five-and-a-half-point favorites. However, winners of three in a row. Vinny's film breakdown offensively. We'll start with them at 1230. 
of the win against Arizona. And then we'll count some midweek money, hopefully, with buy or sell. And then we'll get to your phone calls at 410-583-1057. Let's bring Nolan in. Actually, we'll take a call first. What do you want to do? You make the call. Uh, I, I told Q that we'd get him in. So okay, we'll there you go. I mean, uh, make an executive decision. Let's go to Pikesville. Sorry that's at the expense of your funhouse. I wanted to see how trick-or-treating went for you last night since you still go for some inexplicable reason. Let's go to Pikesville. It's Q. Q, what's up? Yeah, good day, fellas. How y'all doing? All right. What's happening? Good, good. Um, listen, man, um, it was a corny day in our free agency yesterday, I must say, unless you were a Maryland Commanders fan. Other than that, man, it was a corny <laughs> day, man. Um, put it like this, man. Hey, Vinny, put your input on this, please. If you're a GM, you know your team is, is, is in a dumpster. Why not get rid of guys and build for the next year? Case in point, I'm talking about Vegas Raiders. Yeah. There's multiple reports this morning. We was close to getting my man, Dante Adams. Devontae Adams, pardon me. Devontae Adams or Mike Adams. I mean, Mike, um, what's the kid? Uh, it's Adams um, in uh, Tampa Bay, the receiver. Lee, or Evans? Mike Evans. Yeah, Mike Evans, pardon me. So Mike Evans, yeah, but neither one of these teams is going nowhere. You build for the future. You get the draft capital now. And build on the off season. That's how I'm thinking. They turn both of us down. So more than likely, we'll be getting Devontae in March. But it's the point now. You could get extra draft capital right now and keep it moving because you're not going to win. And then you turn around after the deadline and fire the dude that had no business having a coaching job. After that last stint in Denver, he should have never had a job no more. Yeah. But, I mean, at the end of the day, what would you do if you was in a position of a deadbeat team? You know you're not going to win. I don't want to hear the whole BS. What would you do, Vinny? Take it easy, fellas. The only thing with um, the Raiders, I probably would have done the same thing. I wouldn't have allowed them to trade anybody because I want whoever I'm hiring in my next cycle, the GM and the head coach, they can make that decision, you know, about uh, do you want to sign Josh Jacobs and, you know, Adams, do you want to trade Adam? You know, all those things because they got a lot to clean up you know, on what's going on right now. Aiden Connell is going to be your quarterback. And oh, with Con- Tampa, yes, Tampa's too. still in it. Yeah, and the division. Yeah, that that's, division's, that's crappy. Uh, it's still up for grabs. By the way, I like how he called them the Maryland Commanders, but don't call them the New Jersey Nets because it's kind of the same thing. Or the Jets. Jets. The New Jersey Nets are now the Brooklyn Nets, obviously, but they play in New Jersey. Cosell. Called them the Jersey Giants and Jersey Jets for a long, long time. All right, let's bring Nolan in now since Q just came in there and wanted to know why they didn't get Dante Adams. And I guess they had a better chance at Dante than Devontae. Or Mike Evans, too. Or Lee Evans. Or Lee Evans. Who dropped it, by the way. (laughs) It knocked out of his hands. So what's going on? How was Halloween for you? Uh, It was quiet. I I don't think the kids go trick-or-treating anymore, to be honest with you. Whether it was back at my parents' house in the old neighborhood, now obviously living in a condo complex, I wasn't expecting anything last night, but I just don't, in general, I don't think the kids are, are going out anymore. I had two, literally two kids, brother and his sister, stopped by at like quarter to seven. Knock, knock, knock. And I gave him the big old softball handful. Here you go. You like Starburst? Gave it to his sister. They tapped out and nothing. Then my wife came home and said, shut the door. I'm not handing out candy. Uh, candy. I said, but I thought Halloween was your favorite holiday. Shut the door. 
And then even turned out the uh, floodlight, too. Oh, it was brutal. That's the sign right yeah, there. there. Don't stay, go to the house with the light away. on. So guess who has to eat a bunch of uh, Reese's Thins? Thins? This guy right here. Oh. That just means you have to eat twice as, twice as much. I got, I got no problem with that, especially on Fridays and Saturdays after 17 Mick Ultras. Well, well we, as an we adult, had nobody yeah. normal. I, maybe people are afraid, you know, for their kids to be out and about. I don't know, you know. Well, back in the day, it was always those rumors, which were a rumor. It was an old wives' tale that people would put poison or little pins in the chocolate and you had to cut them in half and look at that. All right. They inspect like, the candy. Yeah, everyone bought into that for no reason. But I guess nowadays people are scared. I don't know. Or just too lazy to go get candy. Yeah. Well, November 1st is the real Halloween for adults. It is? Because you go get the half price. It's all discounted today. Oh. So oh. go to CVS, go to Walmart. Too go late. To See, you, you fell for the trick. I did. You got it at the, the premium. I did. They, 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 I walked in there, and they had a big worm on a hook. And I, bit, I yeah. bit that thing, and they reeled me in. And I was flopping yeah. around, paying 36 bucks for two bags of candy. It's Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fan. Bo Smoker's going to be joining us. Press box, talking about the Ravens ahead of the matchup against Seattle. Ravens, first place, 6-2. and two. The next five games, they could really do some damage here. Well, four, you got three at home, and then you go to the Chargers, and you got two division games. They could maybe secure the AFC North over the next month or so. We'll talk to Bo about that. We'll count money, hopefully at 12-15. Get that chocolate back with buy or sell. And then Vinny's film breakdown of the Ravens' offense against the Cardinals. They put up 31, but why was it still kind of a, yeah, performance? You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.